So the reading is from James chapter 3, starting verse 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done and the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual of the devil. For where, for where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace raise a harvest of righteousness. So if we can have the slides on, please. That would be brilliant. So this is our, this is our memory verse for today, and it's on, on, the, on the board there. Um, it's, it suggests, doesn't it, that wisdom from God is more precious than gold, okay? Now, not many of us have gold at home particularly. We might have a wedding ring or, I don't know, a necklace or a trinket or something that's gold. But the majority of the time, we're not trading in gold these days, are we? But what's more precious uh, than, than gold? Wisdom is what James says, wisdom. Um, and it might be more precious than mobile phones. Can you imagine that? Wisdom being more precious than a mobile phone. How attached are we to our mobile phones? Yeah, even us as adults. What's the first thing you do when you get up? Some of us, we go straight for our phones. More precious than that. More precious than a nice house. More precious than a sports car. Okay? Or the best luxuries that money can buy. Wisdom, the Bible says, is more precious than all of those things. In fact... As David mentioned earlier, there is a story in the Bible about King Solomon, who soon after becoming king of Israel at a young age, they say he was about early 20s, had a dream in which God appeared to him and he said, ask whatever you want me to give you. Ask for whatever you want me to give you. Now, that's quite amazing, isn't it? I, I likened it to this. If we can have the slide up, please. Ever seen this movie? What's this movie? Aladdin. Aladdin. Okay. And this dream that Solomon had, it sounds a bit like the Walt Disney movie, Aladdin, because it seems like a genie's just appeared in his dream and said, ask whatever you want and I shall give it to you. And... Um, I wonder what you would say to God if he appeared in your dream and said, ask whatever you want and I will give it to you. What would you say? Huh? What would you, what would you say? Go on, David. Global warming to stop, says David. That's amazing. Not, not the latest iPhone. No? The latest Prime? You're off Prime now. Okay, not that, but end of global warming, that's great. Peace, yeah, amazing. But if we're being honest, a lot of the time when we ask for something, it, it can sometimes be just for us, can't it? 
And these are wonderful answers. But King Solomon said something very different. He said this, Lord my God, he said, now you have made me a king, but I am a little child. I don't know how to do what must be done. There are so many people to take care of. So I ask that you give me your wisdom so I can look after these people in the right way and I will know the difference between right and wrong. Otherwise, it's impossible to rule this great people of yours. Now the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked this. So God said to him, You did not ask for a long life or riches for yourself. Since you asked for wisdom to make the right decisions, I will do what you asked. I will give you wisdom and understanding that is greater than anyone has ever had in the past or will ever have in the future. And because you asked for wisdom, I will also give you what you did not ask for, riches and honour. During your life, no other king will be as great as you if you follow me and obey my commands as your father David did. I will also give you a long life. Now this is quite amazing, I think, because Solomon could have had anything from God. God actually said to him, ask for whatever you want and I will give it to you. He could have had anything. Now if we're being truly honest, I wonder what would have bubbled up in our hearts as we heard that question. Okay, it may not have been peace or, glo- or the end of global warming. It may not have been. It may have been something a little bit more selfish, if we're honest. But Solomon asked for wisdom, heavenly wisdom. And God was so pleased to give it to him that he gave him everything else as well. And the memory verse for today is this. How much better is wisdom than gold? And you know who wrote that? Solomon, King Solomon, who received the wisdom from God. How about you though? Do you desire God's wisdom and God's presence more than anything else? More than popularity or achievement? More than wealth or comfort? Perhaps you think that God may give wisdom like this to a king, but he's never going to give it to me. But if we could have the verse up, please. James said, as we remember a couple of weeks ago, that if any of us needs wisdom, we just need to ask God, who gives it generously to all of us without finding fault. He doesn't just give it to kings or queens or important people with important jobs. He will give it to anyone, whoever you are. Whatever your age, whatever your nationality, your race or background. If you love God and you believe that he will do it, he will give you wisdom. And that wisdom, as we heard from Tony from the scriptures today, that wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial 
and sincere. I don't know about you, but that is the kind of person I want to be. Someone who's gentle and kind to others. Someone who is fair and honest. Someone people can trust. Someone who helps people in need. Someone who looks to break up a fight rather than start one. But in order to produce such fruit, I need God's help. I can't do that in my own strength. I need God's help. Or rather, I need his helper. His helper, the Holy Spirit, to transform me from the inside out with God's love. So if we could just have um, the slide up, please. Brilliant. And we'll just keep that um, slide on the screen for this next part. So we've got a prayer activity for us to do as a uh, family today. Um, And as I said, on your chairs, you've got some uh, bits and bobs. And I will explain what they're going to be used for in just a moment. Today, each of us has a choice to make. Which foundation are you going to build your life upon? Are we going to do what we just sung? Building our life upon God's love and heavenly wisdom, on the teachings of Jesus, just like the wise man who built his house on the rock, being those who are loving and gentle, kind, honest, look to help others around us, who use our words to build people up and not knock them down? Or are we going to build our life upon the sinking sands of the wisdom of the world around us, acting like everybody else, being those who look out for number one first, who use our words to tear people down rather than build them up, who grumble and criticize and judge everyone all the time? Which wisdom do you want to live by today, this week, and the rest of your lives? What kind of person do you want to be? That's what it boils down to, isn't it? What kind of person do you want to be? So many of us want to be the person that reflects the heavenly wisdom up there on the screen. But so often, despite our best efforts we fall back into the worldly column of wisdom. In order to receive the precious precious pearls of wisdom that God has for us, we need to look to him. We need to ask him to give them to us. And we're going to do that now. So, firstly, if you want to grab what looks like a gold coin, I think it's actually a bauble, Well, we're going to call them gold coins today, okay? On one side, you've got a lovely gold shiny side. And then on the other, you've got a plain cardboard side. And on the back of these coins, on the white part, I want you to write, you might want to write one or more of the things that you struggle with from the worldly column, okay? Maybe you're really struggling not to be bitter about something or someone. Maybe you realize that you moan a lot. I know that's one of mine. 
And Kate keeps telling me, if you don't stop it, when you become a grandpa, they're going to call you grumpa. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, I don't want that to happen. I've got to make the change, okay? Um, so what is it that you struggle with? Now, there, there may be other things that you struggle with that aren't in that column but you'd like to put on the back of your card. So just take this time now to write on the back of this card, uh, on the back of this coin, some of the things that you struggle with. And then once you've done that, what we're going to do um, is I'm going to invite you up to put them in the box. Now, I don't know if any of you have been watching the Six Nations rugby. Hands up if you've been watching Six Nations. Hey, it's just a few of us, not as many as the football. I've been really enjoying it. Both games yesterday were so close. Um, but you may have seen on the rugby that they have a sin bin. Have you seen that still? So that when they're naughty and they get a yellow card, they have to go and sit in the sin bin, they call it. Okay, well, imagine this is our sin bin, okay? These things that we write on the back of these coins, they're the things that we struggle with. They're the things that we do that we wish we didn't do, and we want to get rid of them, and we want to give them to God. So that is what we're going to do in just a moment. So I'm just going to give you a moment of time to do that, and then I'm going to invite you up when you're ready to just plonk it in the sin bin and give it to God, okay? Behind this screen, we have a cross, and uh, the cross of Jesus, and I believe that it's the right place for this box to be, at the foot of the cross. That's where we give ourselves to God and we say, I'm sorry, Lord, for the things that I've done. I'm sorry when I've not reflected you in the way that I've spoken and the way that I've behaved. And I want to receive your forgiveness. I want to receive your help. And that's what we're going to do this morning. So when you're ready, just come forward. If you feel you're not able to make it to the front, then give your coin to somebody else and they can put it in for you. And we're going to just have some instrumental music as we give this time to God. Maybe you want to pray silently as you do it, as you give these things to God. Well done, everyone. I don't know about yours, but I think I basically had the whole list on mine. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, that one too. Yeah, that one, that one. Now, obviously, putting that in the box isn't suddenly going to mean that you're not going to moan about anything ever again, that you're not going to be rude when you try not to be. But what it does mean is that you're, you've made that first step of saying, do you know what? I can't do this in my own strength. I need help to do the things that I know I need to do and help to do, not do the things I know I don't want to do. So we, we take a journey with God and God helps us bit by bit. And that's what the next part's about. So the other thing that you found on your chair is an envelope with a paper clip on. I don't want you to open the envelope. What I want you to do is take the sticker, okay, and um, because in, in this envelope is, um, this envelope is full of life and hope. Inside it is a seed. 
but I don't want you to open it right now, okay? Um, now, what I want you to do is I want to encourage you to write on the sticker one of those things that you would like to grow in from the list of heavenly wisdom. So if we could have that slide back on, that would be wonderful. Thank you. What area would you like to grow in from that list of heavenly wisdom? And there may be more to it than that. It might be joy, patience, long nostrils. Do you remember that? Maybe you want a pair of longer nostrils. What do you want to grow in? Okay. Um, you may want to be more kind. You know that you've actually been quite spiteful recently and you want to be a little kinder to people. Maybe you want to be a little bit more generous. You realise that you've not particularly been particularly generous recently. So I'm just going to give you some time now. Use the pens, write down on the sticker some of the things that you would like to grow in. Maybe it's just one thing. Maybe it's a few things. Don't overload yourself, though. Don't, <laughs> don't give yourself too much to do all at once. But what, what one thing would you really like to grow in over the next few days, weeks, and months ahead? So I'll just give you your time to, to write that now. And then when you get home today, what I want to encourage you to do is plant your seed in a pot and put your sticker on the pot. So that sticker may say kindness, it may say generosity. And we have got a few spare pots as well if you need one. Um, just come and see Kate down the front here if you do think, hang on, I've got no flower pots at home that I could put this seed in. Um, come and talk to Kate. She's got a few pots spare. But what I want you to do is once you've done that at home, you've got your pot, you've put your seed in the soil, you've put your sticker on the front, I want you to pray to God for his help, for his wisdom to put kindness into practice or generosity into practice. And what I hope and my prayer for you is that you'll see it grow just like the seed in the pot, which is small and easily ignored, easily crushed. But over time, it grows into something beautiful that brings joy to many people. And I think as we entrust our lives to God and we say sorry for the things that we don't want to do, ask for his help to be the people he's called us to be, it may take time. It will take time. It will take all the willpower you have, but it will also take the strength and grace of God. But it will grow, and people will be blessed because of it. So don't give up. As you watch that plant grow, remember that God is doing a work in you and growing that too. Now, one way to aid you in heavenly wisdom is to encourage you to partake in our Lent challenge. Um, we've got a challenge called 40 Acts of Generosity. And do you know what? This year, Lent starts on Valentine's Day. 
Woo! On Andy's birthday, no less. A day of love, okay? And the challenge, the generosity challenge, is to help us love our neighbor. So this is a very fitting start to Lent, I think. And we're hoping that through each of the challenges each day to be more generous through Lent, you'll grow bit by bit into heavenly wisdom. Now, our challenge has been described to you in the notice sheet. We've sent emails out. But the other thing to say is that on our website, if you go onto our website from Wednesday, each day you go on, click on the 40 Acts Um, image there. You'll see it like that on the front page. And each day on the website, it will give you the daily challenge for that day. So you don't have to worry about looking back at the emails and finding the document. It's all on the website. So whoever you are, and you've got access to the internet, go on our website, click on that image. And each day, it will give you a reflection on generosity. And it will give you an opportunity, small or big, to be generous. So I hope this encourages you and I'm really looking forward to hearing the testimonies that will come as we start to be a people that is, are generous to others who love their neighbour as themselves.